Hey, this is Frankly Speaking Podcast. My name is Jaden Boyd. I want to thank you guys for joining us today in this podcast. Right now, we are in the Milwaukee area. It is 3.37 p.m. Just got done with our day. And once again, I have my associate, Franklin, with me today. Franklin, how are you doing? Jaden, man, I'm doing great. I tell you what, there's nothing more exciting than coming home and walking up to the door and seeing that you got five Air and Surface Pros and five Fresh Air Mobiles sitting at your front door waiting. Exactly. What a greeting. Exactly. It was right when we got done with our day. We walked up and box after box after box, almost covering the whole hallway. And it felt like Christmas, did it not? It did feel like Christmas. I was like, but Jane, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> That's what Christmas is going to look like around this house. Everybody in my family is getting active. <laughs> Oh, shoot. All right. So today we're basically just me talking about on the podcast, like what we did today. Really? That's really what we're going to be talking about. How we're going to be talking about how to share active peer with our communities. Is that right? That's right, Jaden. Everybody in this community is important. And if you think long and hard about it, and I've done this myself, I can't think of one person, one individual that would not benefit from this technology in one way or another. I, I can't think of anyone. So everyone out there needs to know about this technology. Your neighbors, you know, your family members, you're stretching out into your communities, your schools, nursing homes, you know, your businesses, restaurants, the list goes on. There's, you can really share this technology with anyone. Exactly, and <clears throat> we usually do focus on schools and government facilities, really. But today we went out there and we were driving past some daycares and we're like, hey, we should go do those daycares. So we went to those daycares and then we also continued to go on and we were meeting with some nursing homes. Why did we wanna go out there and meet with those specific people? Like I said earlier, everyone benefits from this. And quite frankly speaking, if you can think of the bloodline of our, of our existence, it really starts with the children and it ends with our elderly. They're a very precious part of our society and they benefit from this technology like anyone. And I feel like maybe sometimes they get overlooked. Everyone's talking with their restaurants or even just maybe some people are too afraid to even go and talk with facilities like this. So I decided that, look, this would be a good idea to share with people because kids, they go to the daycares and, you know, they may have really good immune systems, but they pick up things there and then they bring them back home and spread it to the people at home, maybe their mom, their parents or their grandparents. So having this technology in a daycare is amazing because you're safeguarding these children so that they don't pick up anything nasty there and take it back home. And then you think about your elderly, their immune systems are challenged. You know, at that point in their life, they really can't afford to catch a virus like a pneumonia or uh, the flu. Things like that could be really a, a kill ticket for them. So this technology will help safeguard them and keep them from being exposed to pollutants, allergens, and all different sorts of DNA and RNA viruses uh, that are in the air, Jane. And especially daycares, I did notice when we're walking up to a lot of their front doors, they did have a sign in there. They won't even let visitors in they won't even let the parents in the only people that are allowed to go into most of these daycares we visited were just the kids and the teachers and then just the people that work there and i was like wow that these people are actually serious about this covid and this would be something very beneficial for their facility so first of all when we walked up there of course they got their bell or whatever you ring their bell and what did we say ben what did we say to 
these people, Franklin? Well, again, so what we were dealing with today, you know, you weren't allowed to walk into like the lobby or anything. You know, you, it's basically like someone will open the door. And I want to remind all of you now, this podcast is being recorded today, November 19th. This is 2021, okay? So this is this is not an old podcast from 2020, okay? This is November 19th, 2021. I know there are communities out there that seem to have moved on from the COVID pandemic and the, you know, just the whole sort of scare that everyone had. Yeah. But... On the other hand, there are tons of communities out here. I've just flew in from New Orleans, and I mean, they literally have vaccination mandate cards there in order to go into businesses and restaurants. You have to show you've been vaccinated. I mean, they, they're really, I mean, they haven't ever really opened up from when COVID started. And so there are a lot of communities out there that are really still being impacted by this ongoing virus scare and everything. So we're not even allowed to go in to the office or to sit down and talk with someone, you know, for 15 or 20 minutes. You're sort of standing at the door. And, uh, and it, as it's freezing today, yeah, Jane, yeah, it's not 60 degrees anymore, by the way. Frankly speaking, we are in Wisconsin, so it is very, very cold. And it was actually snowing the past couple of days. The snow didn't stick, but you still got that wind chill when you're walking out there. And you just feel that cold. You can feel that on your skin. So we're just standing out there with, they got the door halfway propped open. Not to mention, I don't have the proper, like, clothing and coats to be standing up here outside in 30 degree weather. That's, you know, <laughs> Cause you're used, it's because you're used to the south. You're used to all that warm weather. See, we get that tough skin up here with that cold weather. <laughs> I see. My skin's getting tough already. See how it's starting to crack, man? This air up here is drying me oh, out. Oh, <laughs> your nose as well. You get some people. This is around the season where you get those bloody noses. No, you're like, wait. I'm the type of person that never gets bloody noses. And then the second that dry air comes in, Oh my God, I'm always blowing my nose and I just get a bloody nose out of nowhere. It's like, really? But I'm standing there and so we're not allowed to go in. So this is how we handle it today. Just really quick, short and to the point. You don't have to have some long, extensive script memorized. You know, you don't have to read off of a paper. And in a situation like this, you really don't even have time to play a video. You just get right to the point because you've only got a couple of minutes where you can talk to that person at the door. And I consider that person at the door, Jaden, to be a gatekeeper. Do you know exactly. why that gatekeeper is very important? <laughs> yeah. So the reason why you want to get the gatekeeper, what we call as a gatekeeper, it's usually the, we call a gatekeeper usually the first person that you talk to when you walk into a facility of where you are presenting this product to. So this gatekeeper, it's important to get them engaged and know about the technology and get them excited because normally the gatekeeper isn't the person you want to talk to. They're just the first person you want to talk to because you want to talk to the person that makes the decisions, which is normally in this situation, an owner, or if the owner's not there, it would be the manager. Now, for schools and somewhat, you usually want to talk to the maintenance department or possibly the principal. But for this situation, we got we wanted to get the gatekeeper involved and interested. Franklin, why do we want to get them involved and interested? Well, because that's going to determine whether or not they close the door in your face. <laughs> Or you yeah. actually, actually get to do a presentation with them and let them know 
about this amazing technology. So the gatekeeper is going to be the one that will go and relay the message to the manager or to the director. If you end up, if it's a corporate type of situation, the gatekeeper is going to be the one that's going to scan the brochure that you hand them and email that into their corporate office. And the way that that gatekeeper will handle that email, the time that they put into the email can make a big difference on whether or not the corporate actually takes time to look at this information. It makes all the world a difference. If they walk back there into the back and tell the manager, look, there's some guy up here trying to sell me a rainbow vacuum cleaner. You know what I'm saying? Should I just tell him yeah. to leave? You know, and then the gatekeeper's <laughs> going to come back out and say, well, look, exactly. no, they're on a Zoom call right now. And, they're busy. You know, and you know. Here's a really important thing. A lot of people look over the gatekeeper because the first thing that comes to mind, I need to talk to the person that makes the decisions. So you walk in there and you kind of just explain it to you them a little bit. You just for the manager. Exactly, right yeah. And the the gatekeeper might walk back there, like he said, and tell them we're selling some like crazy device that sounds loony. Like, it sounds d- like a scam. Sh- should, I, should I just tell them that you're in a meeting right now? Yeah, just tell them that. It sounds dumb. All right. I need to come back. Hey, I'm in a meeting. And then you go through the process of trying to set a meeting up with him and everything. When in reality, he had a time open. You could have talked to him about it. So when you get that gatekeeper involved and interested in what you're talking about, he'll go back there and he'll talk to the manager or the owner about this technology more in depth. And if he has that excitement look to him when he's explaining this to whoever's above him, that might get that person involved and interested and that will he will come back to us more interested in what we're talking about and we'll sit there and actually listen yeah so what i what i do Jaden, in a situation like that where i'm dealing with a gatekeeper or just someone right at the front door like today we, we can't get inside the facility you already know that you got to stand at the door and speak through the crack uh and what i like to do in a situation like that is i like to dedicate 60 seconds 60 seconds of the most informative, inspiring, uh, sort of bullet point, right to the point about what Active Pure is, what this technology is, why it's so different. I like to give them a 66, uh, 60 second power pack presentation because that's really all you have standing right there at that door. This is what I have found. If that person I'm talking to standing at the door, if they realize this is going to safeguard that entire facility, you as an employee, you're now going to feel safer and you're going to feel protected by working at a facility that is using certified space technology to and fight viruses. You're going to you're you're going to realize your customers, your yeah. your students, your children, yeah. the people that you are overseeing, your clients, they are going to be protected and they're going to be safer inside here when this facility under this space technology than they would be actually at home where they would be exposed to all different sorts of things. Yeah, and also by doing that you never know who you're actually talking to they could be the owner you never know so what we like to do when we walk up we ask them right away hey are you the owner even though they look like someone that's just stocking the shelves or somewhat but by saying that it kind of gets them engaged well i tell you what it does every time you say that Jaden, you sort of see a smile come over their face well no i'm i'm not the owner you know but that sort of you've already builds that connection you broke the ice already you gave them a compliment in a roundabout way you know you gave them credit and that just that opens up what i would consider just like a positive a positive introduction a positive feeling because Jaden, no matter what when you 
you walk in and you talk with someone, no, no matter whether you make a sale or whether you actually feel like you were successful in communicating the product, when you leave out of there, you want that person to feel like it was a friendly experience. Yep. You left a good impression on them, uh, no matter whether you got to sell the product or not. When you walk out of there, maybe you put a smile on that person's face. They're going to think, you know, if they had to think back over their day and people go through a lot of things, maybe that was a sort of a unique Experienced. I mean, these guys were talking about stuff we've never heard of, and they're and they're friendly, and they're talking about some serious matters. You know, make a friendly, yeah. neighborly impression on kind, every single person, and that goes of, a long ways. Kind of take that salesman mentality off and kind of make it you're informing them. I'm like, just your next door exactly. neighbor. You know, be friendly. What be we nice. what we like to say is we're part of a COVID nineteen response team, and we've been tasked to inform the public. It kind of takes that. I'm here just to sell you something mentality off the whole conversation and the feel and everything. And here's another poll point, another bullet point that we like to do. When we walk up there, we like to make it, make them feel like, oh, we're just swinging by. We were taking time out of our day. This wasn't something planned just to tell you about something extraordinary and then make it seem like we kind of are in a rush. We have another meeting. Franklin, how do we do that? Well, Jane, here's the thing. If you're gonna make a good impression on someone when you first meet them, you don't wanna be forceful and you don't want them to feel like you're just selling them something because honestly, Jaden, we're not. I mean, we get paid by sharing this technology. We wouldn't be able to get out here and share this technology if we didn't have some sort of income. But that's not the approach I take. Honestly and genuinely, when I approach someone, I'm approaching them to let them know about this extraordinary medical breakthrough. You know, so I take that approach with them and so that they understand I'm here sharing this with you. I want you to be aware of this. Schools right here in your district are already implementing this. You're a daycare. You would benefit from this technology exactly the same way, if not even more, than the high school right and around the corner that just it, put it in. So you need this too. I like a point you brought up there. You were talking about schools also need it, even though we're not at a school. So what is really great if you if there's places that have implemented active peer already and you didn't even sell that to them it might have been someone else it is great to get reference points from different places even if it's a school a nursing home a daycare a restaurant it really doesn't matter if you are presenting to a daycare and a school right around the corner implements technology get a reference point there that is great just let them know call that school up say hey can I get a reference point? You get a name and number down. When you go to that daycare and you let them know the school around the corner just implemented it, I have a name and number that you could call them and they could let you know about the technology and what they think. That is a really good point because when you go to a facility, if they have the, the uh, mentality and they're thinking, well, no one else has done this, it's kind of like they're the guinea pig in a way. Like you're, they're the test result. But if other people have actually already implemented it, it's like, it's kind of like saying you're going to a party, but if your friend doesn't go, you don't you don't want to go. But if he goes, you will go. That's kind of the mentality you want. You want it's good to get out there, get reference points, and you could give that to those facilities as well. So, Jaden, that 60 second sort of impression that I want to make on that person, I want to get right to the point. So I'm sharing this with them because it's valuable that they know about this information. Okay, schools and, and uh, businesses all around you are implementing this. You know, we want to make sure you know about it. 
because no one's blasting it. No one's calling you on the phone and ask, telling you about this. So we're out here and we're, we're actually informing you. That's why we sort of take the response team. And I found, Jaden, depending on what type of area you're in, some people are more uh, aware and possibly um, afraid, you know, or being affected by COVID-19 than others. I've walked into places before and said, hey, I'm, you know, part of a COVID-19, you know, awareness team. But the moment you say COVID-19, they, they're, they're, they're one of those that they do not, they don't want to hear anything about COVID-19. I understand people are tired of hearing about that and they will just shut you off right away. Like, no, I don't believe in that. Like, I don't want to hear this. So what I have found is there's a number of different ways to introduce yourself and you want to think about who it is that you're talking to. And how, how affected are they by COVID? If, they're, if the people in that neighborhood are wearing masks and things like that, you, you want to maybe approach it with the COVID-19. If you're in an area where you see no one wearing masks and no one seems to be, you know, directly affected by it, I found that's a really good way to introduce yourself by saying, hey, look, I'm part of a virus awareness team. So because this is not just COVID-19, Jaden. This is covering your, your basic DNA, RNA viruses, which includes the flu, hepatitis, uh, staph infection, uh, pneumonia, salmonella, E. coli, and then we get into like pollutants and contaminants and fungi and mold and, and uh, allergens. This, this is so much bigger than COVID-19. Yep. So I know a lot of us are sort of focused on COVID-19, but if you'll notice today, most of what I was saying uh, when I would show up and, and this is what I, when that, when she holds the door open and just cracks it, this is what I would say. Hey, my name is Benjamin Boyd. This is Jaden. And we're part of a virus awareness response team. There's been a medical breakthrough. Space certified technology has recently been cleared by the FDA as a class two medical device to fight viruses in the air and on surfaces, including COVID-19, but your basic RNA DNA viruses as well. And then I go through the list. And that's my basic introduction. I let them know, look, all the schools around here are implementing this. Well, we're in Wisconsin right here. So Milwaukee School District, uh, West Dallas School District just implemented this. Green Bay's got some schools. This is blowing up in schools all around the country. But you're a daycare, and you would benefit from this just as much as anyone else. Would you feel more protected working here if you knew you had certified, cutting-edge, new science protecting you? Do you feel like your yeah. children would be safer under this type of new technology? And she said and yes. They all say yes. So what you've just done is you've just showed the value of this technology to the gatekeeper you so they now they want this and what they want to feel protected what's good is explaining to them that this technology is completely different what i like to do is when they ask me i tell them hey not much people know about well this hold technology. on jay before you say that and i want you to say that what i just did was that first 60 minute this is all the time i've got that's what yeah. i pretend but think about this after i did that first introduction i just gave how, how long do we usually end up standing in front of a door? A long time. Yeah, it's because I they're mean, engaged. They're interested in it. They ask first, you questions. That 60-second, exactly. like, power, like, try to make it as powerful and quick as possible, that grabs their attention. Once they engage with you and they show interest, I mean, we're standing outside of doors for, you know, 10, 15 and, and minutes. And after you get them engaged and after you do that introduction and make them feel special in a way like we came out of our way to come talk to you about this um after you do that whole spew in the beginning 
if let's say for example you might uh go to a facility where they don't have a lot of money well you can always offer payment plans too and what we like to do if they bring that part up we like to say hey we will give this product to you for blah blah amount of money now what we do is then the amount of money that we pay for that product that's kind of like the down payment and then in the future they'll pay us off however way you plan on doing that so you don't completely shut off the deal by throwing out some big number or whatever and they don't have the amount of money available you can always bring up that other aspect where where we can do a payment plan and that will not completely cut off your deal as well, well. what yeah you know most of the time that's I'm not running into that situation a lot, but it is okay in certain situations, you know, with a, a professional facility, you know, where you can, you can make a deal with them, where they put a down payment down, they give you down payment money, you order the product. And then if you, you know, if you already have the product in your car, which is what we like to do, we like to travel with the product. So we have yeah, it. And, a and good, you, when you, you take a down payment and you give that to them and you can split it up in a couple of payments. The only reason why you would ever want to do that is because some people, maybe $1,500 for their small little daycare. You know, we sold the Air and Surface Pro to a little small daycare that was in a trailer home. Yeah. Okay, a trailer home that you know that they don't have a lot of money but they believe in the technology so much and they're a legitimate business they literally they wanted it yep you know so we do offer flexibility but that's up to every distributor on how they want to handle that i don't want to make this a financial a point, advice sort of a podcast, point you brought but, there when you brought up how uh the units and everything um you could actually bring those units with you and that's kind of a uh, strategy that you can do to sell the product as well if you have a couple units with you you can let them know hey we only got three of them with us right now this is all we got left so by doing that it makes them think oh shoot there, there's supply and demand there's only a certain amount here maybe i should get one right now so that's also another strategy so the main thing you got that 60 second moment there where you you get that gatekeeper believing and understanding the benefits of this technology at that point now if they're the owner which you know like we did today you know we actually did get to speak with the owner and she's like hey i i want this i want this and uh we had actually this was before we got home today and we had more product exactly yeah we left we had, with no product we had sold we had product. sold everything that we had so we didn't have anything and i didn't know for sure when it was going to come in i said well look it'll probably be next week before we have any more air and surface pros in she said well look just come back monday after thanksgiving because i want one of these uh for my daycare you know so it's all about Jaden just getting out here, sharing this technology with people, letting them understand that this technology is available now and it's it's certified space technology. It's a game changer on how we would deal with viruses from this point moving forward. Yeah. And just it's just that easy. You don't you don't have to be anything special. Literally, we just throw on some regular casual yeah. clothes, we show up, we just tell people about the we treat them friendly and neighborly yes, and we tell exactly them, we we tell them yeah. about the technology. Well, one more bullet point I want to bring up before we uh, end this podcast is when you're leaving, always thank them for their time. You always want them to feel special. You want all the attention on them. You don't want to just walk away and be like, all right, yep, thanks, bye. Always say thank you for your time because you want them to make their time feel valuable. But guys, that is really what we had today for our podcast. We just wanted to really just talk to you about what we did today and gave you a step-by-step process on how we did it but i want to thank you guys for joining us in this podcast today my name is Jaden boyd and thank you for tuning in to frankly speaking